Riviera Radio Business News. Morning, Hank. Good morning. You have a good weekend. It was nice, actually. Weather was good. The barbecue was uh, going at full pelt. So we're in good shape, actually. So it was a, a nice little break from the melees of the markets, but we're back into it this morning. You catch any of the sport, any of the cricket or the Grand Prix? The cricket was good. I enjoyed the cricket, to be honest with you. I, I think England did well. You know, the problem is they've had it all their way, England. If you think they've, you know, they've won the toss in the first three tests, they've had the best of the bowling conditions it's been easier batting compared to australia so still to be 2-1 down as i think is a little bit of a concern but the series is still alive we go to old trafford now to uh, to see whether we can level things up but it's been a really exciting series i think it's been certainly a good advertisement for the game of cricket and have you packed the kids off have they found activities to do as of today no, they're still around. They're still around, <laughs> unfortunately. So it uh, could be a long day in the Potts household and the start of a very long summer. OK, let's start with the markets, reflecting on the performance from last week. Bit of a nervous start, actually, to the second half of the year as investors spent the week trying to reconcile the strong performance from risk assets that's propelled global equities more than 20% above their October lows with the deteriorating economic backdrop and the prospect of higher peak interest rates as labour markets remain robust and the battle against inflation continues into the third quarter. I think the dilemma was highlighted during the course of last week by the soft PMI figures that we saw, weakening consumer activity in China and Europe and the solid US employment data. In terms of equity performance in Europe, stocks had their worst week since the middle of March. Stock 600 was down 3%. Over on Wall Street, where it's a shortened trading week, of course, due to the holidays, the S&P 500 fell 1.2%. NASDAQ was down 9 tenths of 1%. Opening calls for the European bourses are to the downside this morning. Got Euro stocks down around 23 points. FTSE 100 in London down 22 points. DAX over in Frankfurt down 46 points. And uh, movements in the commodities markets. Yeah, Saudi Arabia continued, starting with oil, Saudi Arabia continued with its quest to try and stabilise crude prices by constraining supply as demand concerns continue to develop. Kingdom last week said it would prolong its one million barrel per day production cut for a further month. Russia will also cut production by 500,000 barrels a day in August. Brent was up around about 4% during the course of last week, trading around $78 a barrel this morning. But it's actually still down 27% over the course of the past year. In terms of the outlook, well, demand is still hard to predict. It's likely to be determined by the shape of the recovery in China, the depth of the slowdown that we see in advanced economies, particularly around manufacturing. But when you take into account that you will see, uh, I think, constrained supply coming through from OPEC+, plus weak US production growth, and low levels of inventory, we think that will help support prices. So our investment bank expects Brent to average $87 a barrel during the course of this year. We've got $89 penciled in for 2024. In terms of gold, under a little bit of pressure, actually, rising bond yields have been creating great competition for gold. Investors have been reducing their ETF holdings. In fact, they've fallen for 14 straight days. Total gold held in exchange-traded funds is down 1.6% year-to-date. So the price of precious metal has fallen for four consecutive weeks, trading back to around $1,915 an ounce this morning. Gold is off around about 7% from the near-record highs that were achieved back in May, but it's still up 4.8% year-to-date, and for us, I think, remains an important portfolio diversifier.
And a reflect on the employment report that was from the US on Friday? Yeah, I think markets are bracing themselves for a consensus-busting non-farm payroll figure following that blowout ADP number. But policymakers, I think, were comforted as the data showed US employers added fewer jobs than expected last month. Certainly a case of bad news is good news. US economy creates 209,000 jobs, consensus around 230,000. I think it's the first time in 15 months we've seen a below consensus figure come in. And there was a downward revision for, for the prior two months. Although I think the Hawks will continue to point to the fact the unemployment rate ticked down 3.6%. That's close to five decade lows. Participation rate at 62.6% was unchanged. That's still below that pre-pandemic level of 63%. And average hourly earnings actually accelerated, came in at 0.4% month on month, 4.4% year on year. Turns to the outlook, though, we forecast that payrolls will continue to weaken, then turn negative in the second half of the year. We think the unemployment rate in the United States will rise to around 4.2% at year end, and that will provide some of the slack that the Federal Reserve, the US Central Bank, has been looking for. And the foreign exchanges, please, Hank. Pound against dollar coming in at 128 this morning. Euro dollar coming in at 109 and a half. Going to get just under one euro, 17 cents for your British pound this morning. Uh, the sun shining in London today? Sun shining, still very good. Although my colleagues, I was talking to my colleagues in Geneva, they said it's going to be 35 there. So yeah. blazing in the mountains, not so hot here, but still very pleasant. Uh, it's very hot here, yes. We're on a heat wave alert at the moment. We've been on it since Saturday. So we'll wait, stay wait and see. Stay refreshed, stay refreshed. <laughs> Will do. Glass of Prosecco, you'll be fine. <laughs> oh, it's International Pina Colada Day today. Oh, I do like a, I don't know, a pina colada. <laughs> I thought colada. it might be your That's dimple. That's good. I do like a pina colada, actually. <laughs> I can get with that. I like the idea of that. All right, I'll let you go off and have your pina colada. Speak to you at the same time tomorrow? Absolutely. Have a good day. Hank Potts from Barclays. 